0: It's Bill and Mia. And you're listening to the Wellness Collaborative. I think you said you wanted to talk about signs?
1: Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Fascinated by uh, signs.
0: Do you want to start by explaining a little bit about like what that is or yeah. why you came to be interested in it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, recently, right, we've been listening to um, stories um, in regards to when loved ones cross and we are still here in the physical realm, how we designate sort of like signs and then those individuals that have crossed kind of let us know that they're still around us, they're still with us and here's a sign (laughs) to tell you that, you know, I I love you. Um, So I guess I've been kind of looking for those signs or, or having that dialogue with, say for example, my father who had passed away in 2000, and my mom who had recently passed away, coming up on a year now, actually. And, uh, and then my sister, who had passed away even more recent. Just, you know, they, they, they could be things that we have a connection with. Um, for example, my mom, who had loved hummingbirds and cardinals, right? Those redbirds. And Roadrunners, definitely, she loved Roadrunners. And I don't know, just things that were sort of like Old West. I remember um, a wagon wheel, you know, wagon wheels in the, uh, as a decorative item in the front yard. So those are, um, those are really special because you don't see many of those, just like a wagon wheel. And so when I see one of those, I feel like it's my mom. You know, she's saying, you know, I'm still here, I love you. You know, and if I happen to see a a roadrunner, then I'm like, oh, that's mom. So, you know, and acknowledging that. Thank you. I love you, too. You know.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah. I don't know what cardinals look like in um, Illinois because that's where your mom is from, right? She's from, um, is it Elgin? Is that right? That's right. Um, But like whenever I see them in pictures, they're really, really red. And we get them in the yard here and they're sort of like an orangish color, you know, like they look very different than what I see them looking like in pictures or like mm-hmm. in the movies or whatever. Right. And so, um, it's really interesting to, to, to look at that. I don't know if it has to do with diet or what, and I know I'm getting off on a tangent, but, um, <laughs> I just think that it's funny that like, because they, the color is so different at first we were like, is that a cardinal or <laughs> Like, I'm not sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Different, maybe not as vibrant red. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. 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 I do. Yeah. I see what you mean. <laughs>
0: yeah. And they, um, I was thinking that maybe you were going to tell that story about um, what happened to us the weekend with the hummingbirds.
1: Oh my gosh. I would, yeah. I would love to tell that story. <laughs> it's pretty remarkable. So Sunday was, of course, Mother's Day right and we were visiting family and as i just mentioned my mom had passed and so we were going to go to the cemetery just to you know visit and um lay down some flowers so prior to going to the cemetery we of course stopped off at one of our favorite coffee houses coffee places and um we had set our navigational system right and as we were leaving the coffee place, Mia had noticed three hummingbirds. And they just happened to be together, sort of <laughs> maybe having a conversation.
0: So uh, they were flying, actually. And mm. I, I tried to point them out to Phil, but he was trying to drive. <laughs> <laughs> and so he tried to look while he was driving, but like not also wreck the car. And we missed our turn.
1: That's right. I got on the freeway going the wrong, what not... The wrong way, <laughs> as in oncoming traffic, just <laughs> going, going... the wrong direction. Going the wrong direction. Thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like going south instead of north.
1: Right. Because... You'll have to um let's see know something a little bit about me. I feel like if I'm having a conversation, then sometimes I like will miss a turn or I miss the turn off, so I got all confused because one, I was looking for the hummingbirds, and I thought that's a great sign. we're getting ready to go see my mom at the cemetery right? yeah,
0: did you know that yet
1: that no, I didn't no. because you set the navigation, and I didn't know where we were going, yeah. that's right, so. <laughs> Maybe I did. Maybe I kind of had a feeling. Um, so let's see. Where was I? The hummingbirds got... Okay. So I had to then go to the next exit. Yeah. And just basically get back onto the freeway. Yeah. As we were going to the cemetery, which I didn't really know that we were going, <laughs> there was a uh, an intersection. We're getting closer now um, to our destination. There was a bad accident. As in, just happened. The police, I think, may have shown up, but you could tell that nothing really was working. You know, as far as well, the
0: cars were still in the middle of the intersection. That's right. So, yeah, it, like I um, think everyone had gotten out of their car and was sort of on the side, maybe. That's right. Where they were sort of like um, gauging whether or not they needed to call an ambulance or whatever.
1: Right. You could tell that the accident was, the scene was very fresh, mm-hmm. that it had just occurred. And so, I don't know. You could just call it coincidence. You could say, well, you know, that that kind of thing is not that rare. I like to chalk it up to, my mom was there. She showed us the hummingbirds. She made sure <laughs> that I went on this detour. <laughs> And gave us a little bit of time before we got to the intersection because, you know, that could have been us. Yeah. We could have been involved in that pretty serious accident.
0: That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks, Mom. <laughs> um, yeah. And I think um, we recently were talking to you about your sister. Penny, who um sort of more suddenly passed like your mom passed, but she had a little bit of warning, she found out that she had cancer and decided not to do anything about it, um and was working on like uh was going through rehabilitation for her hip because she had broken it right. <clears throat> and then um, I can't really remember what happened there at the end, but um she's you know like had some time to sort of prepare herself, mm-hmm. um, whereas your sister is. More sudden, we're not really even sure what happened, right yeah it's a little bit of a mystery um in not a very good way
1: right that was definitely uh more of of a shock um my sister, who had some health you know problems, right, but it again it wasn't as if it wasn't like with my mom who basically knew like we all knew right that The end of life is getting near. Yeah. And she was good with that. She was at peace with that. So she didn't want to continue, again, like you had said, fighting cancer. Because she figured that's, you know, that's it. I've had a great life. I was loved. I gave love. I'm good.
0: Yeah. And your sister, she just sort of, um, it was, like I said, sudden and an accident and a mystery. Um, But we were just talking about, like, what... We hadn't seen anything from her, and Mm -hmm. so we were wondering about that, and as we were wondering through it, you thought that maybe she had already been trying to um, communicate with you.
1: Yeah, that's right, and it was rather clever, and and I'll give that to my sister. She, I look at her um, when she was alive as a clever person. Clever as in sneaky?
0: (laughs) Oh, she was the one doing the trick on Mother's Day. Okay. Yeah.
1: So one um one particular day we uh were visiting our daughter and uh okay let me back up though because it won't make any sense if i if i don't start at the beginning <laughs> so my sister who has a daughter is then my niece and she would take us to uh rock concerts yeah
0: i'm just going to stop you for a second there and say that Phil's parents were older when yes. they had him, and so his niece and he are very close in age. Yes. And your sister was clearly was mm-hmm. an adult when um, you were just born.
1: That's right. That's right. So um, it was my sister that had taken my niece and I to several different rock shows, rock concerts, right? Because my parents didn't want to, you know...
0: They didn't even know what rock was. No. <laughs> right.
1: They, they didn't want to go to rock concerts. And so, uh, like, we would go see Kiss. And she took us to go see the Rolling Stones and the Who and just various, you know, great um, classic rock bands. Uh, Van Halen, uh, I also remember. So, anyways, I have a connection with those types of bands and my sister as well as I remember her talking about this great car that she used to have. I think it was a Mercury Cougar. So perhaps if I do see a vehicle like that, it'll probably be from uh, my sister. So fast forward to when we went to go visit our daughter, she was wearing an old KISS concert t-shirt that I used to wear so I got it when I was a kid and first saw kiss and then I handed it down you know to our daughter and then it was funny because our daughter had also mentioned oh and by the way I still have the old Rolling Stones concert t-shirt that you gave me and at first it didn't dawn on me and it wasn't until later that me and I were having a conversation I think we were going back home and I said oh my gosh Penny gave us a sign that's my sister she gave us a sign and I missed it. Thinking about KISS, our daughter was wearing a KISS t-shirt. She also mentioned I also have the Rolling Stones t-shirt that you gave me. And that that was Penny. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then your dad, he um, gives you coins. Is that right?
1: Well, I think with my father and I, we have connection with sports. Oh, uh-huh. Right? Uh, we w- would play you know, catch in the backyard with the baseball. And one um, year he coached the baseball team that I was on. And so we have sort of that bond, that connection of baseball. Uh, his favorite team was the Chicago Cubs. Mm-hmm. So I've followed them ever since. Uh, college football team that he liked is or was the Iowa Hawkeyes. He's originally from Iowa. And um, just certain things like that, baseball, uh, gloves, baseball bats. And we were somewhere driving to another town and noticed the uh, Iowa Hawkeyes bumper sticker on a vehicle. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, that's that. Yeah. You know, just saying "I'm I'm here and I love you. So I see signs like that. And again, I get it. People may chalk that up to, oh, well, that's just a coincidence. Guess
0: what? People like the Hawkeyes. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) But
1: you don't see that very often where we live. Yeah. You know, we're nowhere near the Midwest. So.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um, I think it's more likely that you would see that uh, in a big city, but we live more rurally. Yes. So um, it is a little bit uh, harder to see things like that. it's more scarce, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah.
1: I think something else that we had a connection with also was fishing, right? Um, we used to go on summer vacations up North and would always spend a week, you know, fishing. And so that was something also that's, uh, I find us connecting with now. I haven't seen anything, but I, you know, keep an eye open for, you know, fishing poles or fish or just, you know, something to do with that type of, um, activity.
0: Yeah. yeah. You haven't seen anything? I thought we saw something.
1: I mean, maybe, I don't know. Like, uh, maybe there was a, uh, at the back of, in the back of a truck or something that, that we saw there was like fishing poles maybe. So that could be something. And a lot of times I, I probably see something, but it doesn't register. Oh, yeah. that's so true. <laughs> sometimes uh, the signs are there and maybe I'm just not fully aware yeah. because, you know, we think about a lot of other things in our day-to-day lives and routines, you know, work and, you know, uh, other family members and just, you know, trying to connect with uh, individuals. So, you know, sometimes they're there, but we just may not be open to them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I think a lot of people aren't open to to those kinds of things just because they're like, um, I do a lot of work with empaths and people who maybe are empaths, but don't really realize that they're empaths mm-hmm. or don't accept that they're empaths. And they'll say things like, like they'll see something that is potentially a sign and they'll tell themselves that they're just making that up. You know, Mm -hmm, like, oh, I'm just making it up in my head. It's not really a sign. Like, that I'm seeing an elephant running loose on the freeway, just making it up in my head. Not really a sign. You know, like that. (laughs) Like that. (laughs) Uh, That's funny. Yeah, I use signs a lot in the mediumship work. Mm -hmm. Because um, I'm trying to work on uh, just having specific uh, pictures, if you will, for everyone if that makes sense. Am I making sense? <laughs> <laughs> um, so instead of like, uh, sitting with someone, having a seat, a sitter and reading someone, um, and having that person come through and show me birds and have birds mean, like, I love you. Um, I tried to set up the same sign with everyone so that it's consistent mm. because, Uh, I feel like it's too confusing the other way Mm -hmm. so like um, birds for me mean ascension and um, like that yeah Yeah, that makes sense yeah so I work a lot with signs um, and uh, you know trying to get them sort of consistent uh, so that when I am with someone someone's um, sitting for me then um, I'm giving them the right message (laughs) You know, there's, it's, there's nothing worse to me, like on my side, there's nothing worse to me than like sitting there and being like, okay, so I don't know what this is (laughs) (laughs) and I don't know what it means, but I just want you to know that they're showing me the number five, for example, Mm -hmm. like, I hope you know what to do with that because I have no clue.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And chances are that probably makes sense.
0: It, yeah, it usually does. It's yeah. like one of those things. I think when that happens, I think that it's one of those things where it's like they had an inside joke, or <laughs> it's just personal to them, and they don't like they don't want me to to know what it is or to interpret it. Like that's just a message for that person.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: No interpretation needed. Right. Yeah. You know.
1: Yeah, I also like uh, when uh, people who have crossed and they get uh, creative right where it may not necessarily be an actual bird but maybe you're somewhere in a restaurant and then you look up and you see a painting of the cardinal or of a roadrunner and that's just their way of saying you know it may not have been the actual bird but there's a painting of one <laughs> and i think sometimes we don't again we can miss those you know types of signs and Also, when we do have people who we let know what we're receiving and and seeing, that they may say, oh, well, yeah, that's not that big of a deal. Like, that's just coincidence. Of course you see hummingbirds outside. They're they're everywhere. But it's just knowing that it's something special. You know, that's that bond that you have with someone that, that crossed over. And don't look at it like oh, well, yeah, it's just a bird, you know? Being Mm -hmm. a little more open to interpreting that those individuals who are no longer with us in a physical form, they're still around. Mm -hmm. And they like to let you know every once in a while. And they usually come at the best time when you may be feeling doubt or maybe just having one of those days where you're just in a funk. Or maybe a little depressed about something. And then you see something that reminds you of someone who has crossed. And it's like, thanks. You know, that was perfect. I really needed that.
0: It's fun hearing you talk like this. Because I remember that there was a time when you didn't really. Like like you were a skeptic as well. Oh, sure. Uh, Like um, even when, you know, we were asleep and it was the middle of the night, like maybe two o'clock in the morning, and the lights were suddenly turning off. <laughs> You're like, oh, well, that's explainable.
1: <laughs> right. Because I'm Mr. Data. I'm Mr. Analytics. If I can't, you know, form some sort of scientific basis around it or a formula, then it's just one of those, oh, that's just coincidence. It's just... So yeah, like, like Mia was saying, I was a hardcore skeptic, you know, I was the one saying, oh, that's just coincidence, you know? Yeah. So what that you saw, you know, a cardinal in a hurricane. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that, by the way, did actually happen to us um, Mm. after my grandmother passed, Mm. we were asleep. And, um, all of a sudden, like two o'clock in the morning, all the lights went on in the room and, um, I guess she thought it was time to get up. (laughs) I don't know, but, uh, it was annoying, (laughs) but she was always a jokester. So I guess it was supposed to be funny or a joke or whatever, but, um, uh, it just, you know, like, I don't like to be jerked awake. (laughs) No.
1: And she was a jokester. (laughs) Absolutely. And that's another thing too, is that, um. Loved ones who have crossed. They love working electricity. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, Flickering the lights or the television goes on randomly or, you know, or you get a phantom phone call.
0: Well, yeah. And if... Cell phone. It makes sense because, um, you know, everything is energy and so Uh, it makes sense that that would be an area that would end up being um, some sort of sign or some sort of like way to communicate um, or... Yeah, way to communicate because, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're already energy, then how hard is it for you to manipulate what's around you, you know?
1: Right, right. And I think uh, for individuals who have crossed, maybe it takes them a little bit longer to realize that they have that power of manipulating energy to get our attention or to send a sign, right? I mean, because they're also learning, you know, whatever it is that they're doing now on the other side. As far as, you know, creating uh, paths for us that are here still on earth in physical form so that things are going to be okay. And like I said, they also have a team of family members and friends and loved ones that have crossed. And so they kind of get together and, you know, uh, help each other out and help us out here.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like... um it's a collective consciousness. It's not right. like um you pass and you're still living your individual life, you know, like you nice. you have an easier an easier in with connecting with the other energy around you, right? Yeah. Which is what sense. we were just talking about. Right. Yeah. Um and so yeah, when you like there are others that have gone before you, it's much easier to connect back up with them and sort of like um work together like a chain.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then I also love hearing stories about when people who were here, physical form, weren't maybe necessarily the greatest communicators, and then they leave us. (laughs) And then it's like they're always now communicating with us, always sending us signs, or always, you know, um, just the the feeling of them being here. So it's it's pretty interesting.
0: (laughs) That's funny. Because are we talking about your dad? (laughs) yeah I guess yeah
1: for sure because I mean let's face it you know he wasn't the 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 greatest communicator right but um I don't know I feel like he shows up more more now um maybe because he's gotten a handle on on things and and maybe now because mom is also with him
0: Mm
1: -hmm. right so I don't know
0: (laughs) yeah I've heard um stories about people setting up their signs before uh that person passes as well. Yeah. And um, having that work out. But uh, I've never tried it, to be honest.
1: Yeah, I haven't either.
0: But I'm thinking about trying it with my my dad.
1: I think that's a great idea.
0: Yeah. I just don't, like, uh, I'm just having so much trouble bringing it up. <laughs> right. Because I don't want, um, he's fighting really hard, right? And I don't want him to, like, be discouraged or whatever. So I keep not bringing it up. but. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, I I just wish that uh, death was sort of more normalized so that I wouldn't feel like I do about bringing it up. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. if people talked about death, which they don't, Mm -hmm. (laughs) then I feel like, you know, if I brought it up, then it would just be like normal. It wouldn't be because I think you're going to die. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It would just be because we talk about death. You know?
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. I, I feel like that subject matter is, I don't know if it's taboo, but it's just sort of like nobody wants to talk about it, you know? Okay, so let's figure this out because one day I'm not going to be here. And then we're always like, oh, that's going to be so far in the future. Why bring that up now? Let's not discuss that. That's That's rather depressing. But... I don't know. Maybe if it was more normalized, right? And people would be more open to, yeah, okay, let's figure this out. You know, when the time comes, what are we going to do?
0: Right. Yeah. I, because I'm an end-of-life doula, I have my plan all written out, but I... No one else in the family has done this Hmm. um, or seems to want to. (laughs) (laughs) But for me, I'm like super excited about having it all together so that no one has to think about anything. It's so hard when you lose someone um, that's that close to you. It's so hard to have to figure things out, you know, you want to honor them, but then you're... Constantly questioning whether or not what you're choosing to do is honoring them like would they have liked this?
1: Right, that's a really good point. So as far as not inducing additional stress on the people who we leave it is a good idea to come up with an idea with a plan and be like this is what I would like for you to do when I am no longer here in the physical presence mm-hmm. and then that way people who are left here don't question like what you're saying how can we best honor that that person, that person's memory would they have wanted to be cremated and ashes spread in a special spot versus
0: would they want Beatles music or Rolling Stones music <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> that's a really good point Yeah, you know, it's it's hard to choose, especially if you have like a connection with them on that particular thing. Right. You know, Yeah. like, okay, is this a thing that they liked because I liked it? <laughs> right. Or is this a thing that's going to honor them? Yeah. You know, but I feel like also that anything that you are doing out of love is not going to go wrong.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. And you know... When the people who have crossed, it's whatever they do, it's always from love, right? So we may, you know, and and obviously grieving is a normal part of sort of that closure or or letting go of someone, but I always have the sense that if we... Second guess ourselves like I should have been there more often I should have called them more often I should have there's so many I should have done something differently right but when the individual that we have loved is then crossed, they never are going to say you should have done something more like you were you know they're, they're, well, they're... always coming from a place of love and they're going to it uh, in um, you know assure us that you know, we shouldn't be, you know, grieving. It's it's time to let go, honor our memory, but, you know, you have a life to live, live as well.